All right, everyone. Big episode of the Nordies podcast. We talk Moon Knight. It's officially here. House of the Dragon. Severance Universe gets a little more interesting. Last night, tonight, we talk about. And Ocean's Rewatch. Here we go. Nordies podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Brian and Jim. How's it going, guys? Feeling great, man. Oh, I'm good, bro. How are you? I'm great. It's April. I'm getting busy now because I coach lacrosse and the season's just about to start, but I always have time to talk sports and talk movies and TV and all kinds of things with you guys and uh, give the hottest of takes to our loyal listeners here at the Nordy's Podcast. So before... We dive into any of our amazing episode and all the great topics and all the things you need to be watching. We need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Go Knights. Yeah, go Knights. We're going to be good. Good luck this year, guys. I know you're going to kill it. Are you Vegas fans now? I kid, I kid. The Golden. Um, All right, so... Let's dive right into this episode, but first off, what are you guys drinking? I am having a modest um, teal label. You are. West How Coast is it? IPA. I wish we would have coordinated. Why? Did you get that or, oh, you have it, but for a different teal label? Pod? This is what an IPA should be, okay? That's what I think. Wow. This is what an IPA should be. I'm tired of the East Coast IPAs. I'm tired of them. And I'm also tired of the big double and triple IPAs and the quad IPAs. They're $20. Mm-hmm. They're so big. I, I'm i kind of tired of the flavor of them. Like, I, I'm like, I've been overwhelmed by them. Everyone's mm-hmm. making them. They, when they came out, I didn't want to have another West Coast IPA, especially when it was like bitter beer face yeah. contest. Yeah. But they have cooled down the, the West Coast IPA to something that's crisp and refreshing and I'm sick of the East Coast. Give me the West Coast. This one's a really good one. Teal label from Modest. That's sweet. I'm, I've been excited about this one. This is going to be like a staple. Like this will be available year-round you for think a so? good price point. Yeah. No, it is. It's like it's they, a, they a new it staple on, beer. Yeah. They I really announced it on Instagram. It's a new pillar, like a, one of their pillar beers. Um, Eric, I think you and I had the same like reaction staring at the beer case because – I was, I went a completely different direction. I got that one and I'm going to have that one for our next podcast, but I got a, a dark lager mm-hmm. from modest, their old omen. And I was like, you know what? All I've been drinking are these West coast hazies, whatever, like IPAs and stuff. It's like, man, there, there's a reason that beers are seasonal, right? Because they have ingredients that are fresh at the time. And there's, they've been brewing them this way for like 400 years. Mm-hmm with good reason. And so I wanted to try like, this is sort of like a, like a Bach, you know, which is yeah. like the, the bringing in of the, of the, you know, the winter months into like spring and summer. And man, this beer, it's different. It's a little maltier than I, that I'm used to for, for beers, but it's really good. And I'm happy that I got it. This is called old Omen from modest as well. Nice. All right. I, I I'm just dipping into like one of those mixed 12 packs from Deschutes. They made like a, like a you know the hazy rider squeezy fresh little squeeze that whole pack. So I'm trying the squeezy rider West Coast IPA. It's a new one. Um, it's pretty good. It's you know it's fine. 
it's is it a is it a chase and freshy good or no 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 that's actually legitimately good this is like fine this is okay not as exciting as the stuff you guys are drinking so i'm happy for you all right let's get moving guys first thing up a show we're all really excited about obi-wan is moving to fridays officially it's coming out at the end of may i think it was supposed to be wednesdays initially um, and they're going to at least two episodes now on the first Friday. I'm kind of sad about this. I don't really want them to do this. If this show is as good as we think it's going to be, and if it's exciting as uh, I'm imagining, I want one extra week of, of Obi-Wan dropping and not give me two right away. Um, mm-hmm. I might even split them up into like two different parts of the week because I think it's just that enjoyable of a show, or at least that's what I'm hoping for. So. Hopefully, oh yeah, yeah, you think you think after the first forty minutes when it comes up of like play next episode, you're gonna be like, nope, going to bed. <laughs> Probably not, but I would like. Yeah. like <laughs> I, I do think that that um, since there's different types of ways of getting shows, I think that what I've realized is is that the very best shows I want to come out weekly, mm-hmm. and the more bingeable shows that might not be quite at the same level, I want to come out all at once, and yeah. so. I wish that like there was like a like a I don't know maybe like a podcast that got to like watch things ahead of time and then make that decision for people. Maybe we could do that job. <laughs> I don't know because like the, that would yeah, be perfect. It might already, it might already be out. Um, yeah, right, I'm so excited. I mean, like bathroom? we're gonna get. Are you guys hearing me? I'm just checking. Just checking in audio wise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited about it. I mean, like we're going to get more sooner. That's a good thing. Um, I can wait an extra two days to get an extra episode. Um, I don't know what it says. You can dig into it any any way you want. Like, are they super hyped and think everyone's going to be excited about both episodes and, or are they a little bit worried about it? And they think the first episode is a little bit dull and they want, they want to drop two because the second one has more action. I I don't know. I don't want to overthink it. I'm just excited. Um, Stakes are high here, boys. Very excited, but a little nervous. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and guess that they didn't call you and McGregor back to the Disney Studios to do a 60 second video to explain to everyone. I've got good and started off with I've got good news for you. Obi Wan is moving to Fridays, and we're gonna give you two episodes. Like that just does not speak to me. Like we've got an absolute massive hit on our hands. And we're going to go with the original plan. That says to me, we're a little bit nervous. We got to get you in to calm the fires a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it just, it doesn't seem like they're super confident by doing that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Could go both ways. I can see it literally both ways. Um, I mean, Fridays is cool with me. Wednesday was fine. I actually prefer Wednesday for a night for something to drop. Cause I got nothing going on. Whereas Friday, like might be busy. If it's a Friday show, I might not see it till Monday. So, um, yeah. Do you think, do you think with like the bell end, like show like this, that they would put it on a Friday night? I don't know, man. It just, it makes me, it makes me just a little bit nervous. Okay. All right. Okay, well, something we'll I'm see. not feeling nervous about is house of the dragon. It's coming out now on August 21st. I'm really excited about this. I think this show is going to be huge. Uh, HBO needs it to be um, to keep their, what, their second biggest franchise probably behind Harry Potter right now. 
two franchises yeah. that they really need to hit with. Um, I think this is going to be great. I can't wait. I'm hoping they learn from some of their past mistakes. Um, the IP is obviously really cool and something we're obviously interested in. I think that they're going to crush this. Like, I, we believe in HBO all the time. They right. didn't land the plane perfectly with with uh, Thrones, but they gave us like I don't know a lot of really good seasons and some of the most. I mean, memorable. six six and a half to seven years, arguably, of like just yeah. well, actually, it's more than that. It was probably like eight because mm-hmm. they took like two years in between, like you know, some of them. So, yeah, just it, and it was banger season after banger season. They gave us some of the great moments in TV history. They gave us some of the greatest episodes and characters. Um, they gave us like pop culture references. I mean, Thrones was such a big deal, and having it back after a few years away, um, I'm I'm hoping we don't miss a beat. And I think if they if they knew what they were doing, they would keep the same song we'll see that's like i'm so excited for it to start and just see and you've and you've Eric, advocated you for that rolls or what do you think man what was that you gonna have us over for pizza rolls or what are we doing pizza rolls we're doing pizza okay. rolls for it we have to oh uh, you got the new couch yeah new couch. oh god it looks good in there can't wait we're gonna tear it up so that's and plan. you've been advocating for like the same not not just song but also like intro with like the spinning of the, like all the the yeah. like animation Let's stuff. Go, show us where we're going to now on the map. Like right. I do think that part of the problem with with um, Harry Potter and the the stuff with um, the Fantastic Beast stuff is that instead of keeping it with the same Harry Potter stuff, they tried to make it its own thing with its own music and stuff like that. And it's just like Star Wars. They start out with the same damn Star Wars songs every single time. They start out with the same <laughs> crawl every single time. They do all the same stuff because it's all in the same universe. And I think sometimes they're trying to make a separate property. And I think that that's weird. And I don't think they should. Like my Harry Potter Fantastic Beast movie would be called something about Harry Potter, to be honest with you. And it would have the same theme song. <laughs> I, I don't know. Harry I Potter's it. second nephew never heard of. And the trapdoor. Let's go. I mean, is and, it difficult that they need it's, that it's, for a kid? And didn't John Williams do that as well? Like, why would you go yes. away from music that John Williams did? Like, I agree. So It's I, perfect. Yeah. I don't know. I can't wait. I think this is a big deal, and I think everyone's going to be watching this. And if you feel crabby about Thrones, I don't think you will anymore. You're going to be really happy to have it back. It's going to feel like must-watch TV. It will be the big show of the second half of the year, hopefully. Yep. And then can't also... Wait. HBO Max is working on an It prequel series um, that's supposed to be based in the 1960s. Does It do it for you guys? Does It do it for you? It does it for me, yeah. It's, it's going to be called Welcome to Dairy. Um, you know, if you if you like read the books or paid, paid attention to sort of the, like, the deeper elements of – they covered in the movies, right, where, you know, this city has been fucking cursed forever, right, since, like, its inception, since the 1800s. You know, in the book they go back to, like – they're like digging through the history books and finding like crazy big mass murders and deaths back in like settler days. So they can go to any time period in the city that it's been established and do horrifying shit with, you know, the clown, right? Maybe he won't look like that in all times. He look takes different forms, but um, yeah, the sixties will be awesome. Um, I'm excited. It doesn't need those characters. Like the kids won't have been born yet. Uh, that's fine. You know, they had, long history of super creepy, scary shit happening in Derry, and that's what we're going to get. So I'm into it. Okay. I, 
I, I, I don't know. I didn't really like it all that much. Yeah. Yeah, the movies weren't good. very good. That's how they were only fun. It's that conundrum of, like, most of the time Stephen King stuff kind of stinks. Right. And, I agree. But it, the balance is, like, it's with HBO Max now, so maybe yeah. they're going to do it just Unless it's Shawshank Redemption, right, Eric? Yeah. But then again, then again, <laughs> it goes back to the old, the, the Tony Bolster. Long-form horror is hard, it's difficult to do. And mm-hmm. I agree with that. And so, I don't know. I, 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 my thoughts for this potential show are all over the map at this point. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? It'll probably be only okay, but I think it'll be enjoyable. I, I'm excited about it. All right. Well, speaking of it, it himself, Bill Skarsgård, is going to be playing right. the role. Yeah, they're rebooting The Crow. Was it who? Brandon Lee? Brandon Lee. Okay. Yeah. He, so, you know, famously, horribly, tragically died in the, the making the sequel to The Crow. Eric, Ryan, what, what do you think The Crow came out? 94? 93? 96? That sounds about right. It, I would, let's just say like mid 90s. 95. Yeah. So he probably died in like 97 yeah. or something. Um, so they're going to reboot it. Uh, I'm a little bit worried now for it to start filming for Bill Skarsgård. Like, dude, is some is he going to fall <laughs> off a cursed. fucking building or something? Yeah. Like, is it? I don't know. It's 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 kind of intimidating to take that role on where somebody died trying to make it. Um, it's probably going to be pretty cool. I think Bill Skarsgård's like fine. Like he's good, right? All the Skarsgårds are good. How many of them are there? There's like Stalin, there's the Hemsworths and the Skarsgårds, and there's just a million of both of them. Alexander, Bill, Stalin. Is there another one? Stalin, I'm guessing. There's probably one that we haven't really heard of much. He's probably in like a Westworld level. Like this hasn't done much, but. <laughs> like the um, Hemsworth guy. Like the Luke Luke Hemsworth. Yeah. yeah. Um, poor, I don't know. Who cares? Good, good casting. Let's go. I, maybe it'll be good. You never know. All right. Uh, Bruce Willis is stepping away from This is kind of a bummer, isn't it? Yeah. 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 He's got a, I mean, he's got some debilitating uh, disorder. It's like a brain disorder. It's called aphasia where you lose the ability to like, you know, form sentences and and words and it gets worse and worse until you can't speak at all. Um, Pretty sad stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I haven't really seen him in anything in a while, so I don't know like what he's been capable of in, in previous years. Maybe it's just been getting like really bad. But pretty sad. I think yeah. he's. Go- I think he's. I think he's gone the Nick Cage route of like, if someone shows him a script, he just says yes. You know, like yeah. Any sort of like kind of an action movie, he's down. Like, let's go Netflix, Hulu, straight to DVD. Not even a thing anymore. But like, let's go. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm making it. Don't care. Did you know that like Nick Cage came out recently and was like, hey. I did make all those like he, I mean, he was making like 15 movies a year straight to DVD and that's because he was in horrible debt. Remember he bought yeah. like, um, like a, like a whole dinosaur skeleton and he right. bought like a great pyramid for his burial ground and like all these famous purchases. So well, apparently he spend, oh he yeah, spend he's like, got like a pyramid in the West Hollywood cemetery. Well, didn't he also spend rent. like, um, some absurd amount of money to like, spray hunter s thompson's ashes or like shoot it out of a cannon and it cost him like 
Oh, that was Johnny Depp. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Another, they, another broke actor. Who needs <laughs> yeah. I was going to say another guy. Very similar, <laughs> right? But like, so Nick Cage like admitted like, hey, yes, I did all those movies to pay my bills. I just had to work as much as possible. I was broke. I was in trouble. But he's like, but I never mailed it in. I gave it everything I got. And I think he's like on the other side of that now with this like the weight of uh, unbearable weight of massive talent movie, which I'm, you know, I'm a big Nick cage guy somehow i don't know how this happened but i am and i'm excited for his new movie with pedro pascal he's back baby i just like when he's like the bees not the bees Ah!" (laughs) the bees it's so good no it's so bad (laughs) all right uh, jim carrey is planning to retire his movie is sonic 2 is about to come out and he's saying that this is probably it for him i think that jim carrey is a guy that i always kind of felt was overrated like i never thought he was that funny compared to what everyone else thought but i think that the last few years of jim carrey he's been just a complete gem uh he's just a top-notch human being i agree with almost everything he says i think he's like such a wise good person and i i don't know it kind of bums me out that he won't be making anything else yeah he kind of said he kind of left it open a little bit just being like you know if the very perfect script comes down that feels important to make um, and may do good in the world, whatever I'll do it. But I think I'm just going to step back. He likes to paint. He's a big artist and dude, he's got more money than God. He's fine. Um, yeah. yeah it kind of sucks, dude. Our heroes are like, dude, back to back stories are dropping like flies. It's crazy. I was going to say, I don't know how many times I've mentioned this particular show on our podcast, but it feels like too many, but I'm going to mm. go ahead and do it again anyway. But I, I love I love the show Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. And the Jim Carrey episode was very kind of telling that he, the way he kind of just spoke about movies, TV, film, you know, the industry in general was like Mm -hmm. almost with disdain. Yeah. And you could tell he was like, he had like one foot out the door of like, and then like you, like you mentioned, you know, Jerry toured his studio and it is, I mean, wall to wall paintings. I mean, it is, there are paintings everywhere. Um, and he's super into it. Um, as most like mad scientists might be, you know, right. at that point. Like, I don't in think their his life. art is like very good, but I would pay a lot of money for one. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he, but he loves it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just think feel like maybe think, he's I doing, he, I was going to say, he's doing think, this press tour for, for Sonic 2, which always kind of sucks. And then on top of that, they've been asking him all about the slap. And he's he's come down hard. I've been like, dude, absolutely inappropriate. It breaks my heart for Chris Rock. Like, he feels sick about the whole thing. I think he just feels like very disenfranchised at this point and doesn't want to support any of the industry. Totally um, agree. I think it had something to do with it. Maybe like the uh, the final you know nail in the coffin for him of like that. That's it. I'm done. Yeah, it's not what I signed up for. It is too bad, though. Um, all right. Well, next up we have uh, Top Gun. Speaking of old heroes and things like that, the Top Gun Maverick trailer uh, dropped. Are you guys excited about this at all? Dude, of course I'm excited for this. This is Mission Impossible in the sky with an unhinged... You can't tell him, you know, it plays by his own rules. Uh, 
Maverick, Tom Cruise, mm. getting some of the band back together, bringing in some new fit, fresh faces to go through Top Gun Flight School. It's going to be a horrible movie with okay. like the toppest of toppest notch action, you know, like dogfighting with with planes that you can possibly imagine. Yeah. Um, so here is one of the issues I had with the original one, and I didn't see this new trailer, so I'm curious if this is the same way. Stakes couldn't be lower. They're literally doing training exercises, and then like a, yeah. a plane malfunctions, and there, there's your drama, right? Like, there was never really like at one point in the early one they were doing a training exercise, and they got like within a hundred miles of like a Russian ship or plane, and then it was like that was scary, and that was it, right? Well, so I they mean, like, were. There was never any acts of war between countries. They were like just literally in an academy practicing. Well, it, it, the, when the original movie starts, Cougar and Maverick are piloting their planes and a Russian MiG. So this is in, you got to think about this. This is like 86. So like Cold War is still happening. A Russian yeah. MiG, which is like their answer to our F-16 and is more maneuverable and faster and has like longer range capabilities, locks on to one of their ships. Like this was a re- like a real mission. This wasn't a training exercise. Yeah. But then it like it pulled off and, and didn't fire its missile. But that's what scared the other guy. And so then, you know, he turned in his wings in the movie and then Maverick and Goose got to go to Top Gun school to replace Cougar, who got too scared to fly his plane anymore because, like, one plane. Oh, he, like, throws up and he's like, uh, uh. yeah, remember, like, like he had no. to land. Mav had to, yeah, Mav had to, like, guide him in, you know, or whatever, oh, and land on the exactly. aircraft carrier. Yeah. What a, what a wiener. <laughs> yeah, I just need some stakes. I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be a big, all full out war movie, but what like, about, dude, what about Goose's son? Exercises. What about Maverick teaching Goose's son? And Goose's son That's being a angry horrible at idea. Goose's son is one <laughs> of course it is. Also going it's to terrible. <laughs> Maverick out here taking out generations of geese. Do it. Don't do it. I don't think I'm seeing this no matter what. Uh, <laughs> oh, stop. Stop, Eric. You love a fun action movie. I, I just definitely don't care about this. I mean, maybe if it's like free or something, I'll watch it, but I'm not seeing what it. If, what if the initial like Rod Tomato score comes in like in the low 90s? Um, yeah, I'd probably consider it then. Not in well, theaters. I'll see. I, if, it was a, if it has a good score, I'll watch it for free at home. But um, what, we got to jump ahead, guys. We can't spend too much time on movies. Sorry, like, I got. I went. A couple I went more things on, on Top Gun. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Let's go. The only the only thing that was missing from the new trailer was the significantly gay overtones from the first one. That's the only. Well, they're thing in the movie. They just they didn't play that trailer for you. You're not the right demo for that trailer. So we need to talk about Jim going viral this week. Yeah, which one? So you guys might remember when Jim had like 12 million views on his stupid video of his face getting put back together. It had like 12 million views with like the rock rapping over it. Yeah. Insane. It was everywhere, big-time viral moment for Nordy's podcast. Well, Jim (laughs) went more viral this week when a guy accidentally had his flash on when he took a picture of Jim at the Morbius movie as the only other guy. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, that was me. I was really embarrassed. I didn't want to be outed like that, but 
Uh, Morbius getting just brutal reviews. We hate Jared Leto. We're an anti-Jared Leto podcast, if you guys know anything. Um, and, yeah, it's getting just panned by everyone. You know, we knew this was going to happen. Um, and I believe, I believe, uh, if somebody could re- rewind the tape and check, I think I said I guessed 18%. I literally think I did, and that's what it's at. So I we knew it was going to be bad. Maybe yeah. 16, 18 Um you know, it's too bad. We want all these movies to be good. Even if even if it's got Jared Leto, like, wouldn't we want Jared Leto to surprise us with, like, a great performance and a fun movie? Of course. But we know it's not going to happen. That's why we hate him. He sucks. We hate him. He sucks. He's horrible. I sent you guys all I got more article. Jared Leto hate for you guys later, too, so just stay tuned. I sent you guys the article that, like, when the cameras weren't rolling, he was still pretending to be like a physically disabled person on the set of Morbius. And the director was like, yeah, I don't know. He was staying in character the whole time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he, he kept his handicap sticker. I think he's using it now. I'm not sure. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. God, could you imagine like you're like trying to break into the industry and then they're like, Jared Leto's going to be on set today. And you're like, oh, God. And yeah. he, like, comes in, like, limping, you know, and you're like, hi, Mr. Leto. He's like, I can't shake hands. And yeah. you're like, oh, Jesus Dr. Christ. Dr. Mormius. <laughs> so annoying. Uh, don't make eye contact with me. All right. So, uh, guys, lastly, in the Do We Care Multiverse of Madness runtime is officially two hours and six minutes. I think this is perfect. Yeah. I'm happy with it. A lot of people were concerned, like with how many characters and how big of a story. Why is it so short? It's not that big of a story. Everything's established. We can start right away. We can start minute one into crazy ass shit. Everyone's watched everything. We're ready. There's no there's no backstory that needs to be told. It could be a two hour part two, but like second act of a movie and we'd be happy because like, dude, we're we're in it. It's a piece of a puzzle. I'm 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 excited. It's gonna be great. I think that the rule should be you can only have three-hour movies if it's like a once-in-every-five-year mega movie. Everything else should be two hours at most for Marvel. I think this is perfect. So I'm excited. Can't wait. It's coming out. It's right around the corner, right? Early May? Yeah, early May already, which is nuts. Um, yeah, and, and just one other thing. You know, people are like, oh, there's so many cameos to do. Dude, they're going to be fast. Like, these cameos are not going to be you know toby mcguire in in uh the spider-man movie like they're going to be a scene and that's yeah. it and that's fine um you know they don't it's not going to felt feel too packed it's going to be quick all right so uh let's move on guys to our favorite segment hot wrecks and not wrecks the things that you should be watching and the things that actually sucked we have to start with the big topic of the week moon knight finally dropped on disney plus and I thought that the first episode was absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. Me too, bro. Oscar Isaac, so good. Moon Knight seems really cool at this point. And I don't know. I just can't wait for more. It was the perfect level of like um, uh, mystery, super creative, great acting. Oscar Isaac's going to play pretty much more than one character in this, which is really fun. And mm-hmm. it looked amazing. And I don't know. I just found myself so on the edge of my seat for the entire thing. So before I'm sure uh, Jibbo was probably going to praise it too. The, I want to like kind of slide in just a little bit of criticism in that I felt 
a little bit like I was watching some small bits of Venom um, with Tom Hardy, like the first one. Um, yeah. With like the the insulting other personality, you know, of like, oh, we're, we let the idiot be the in idiot. charge. Yeah. Um, which yes. maybe they'll explain it a little bit more down the road. I felt that was very stupid. Um, but I loved all the action scenes, except for the fact that the guy was like, we left the idiot in charge, but when he like went unconscious, oh wait, should we not do spoilers? Yeah, I would probably skip it for now. Okay, sorry, I'll skip that. But there were there were times where like the decision making of the person who was calling him the idiot was like very questionable. But other than that, I think the show is extremely well done. Um, I think the pacing is great. I think Oscar Isaac is great. Um, mm-hmm. I I'm I'm very into like the whole like how he's trying to figure out this why does he chain himself to the bed right you know? and and like what where, was up with the fish why from? did the fish yeah was it did they replace the fish I, yeah. did, did his one of his other like the i just want to know everything yeah. um i was very into it i think that the number one thing is oscar isaac is a star and if he's, he's on the screen he's worth watching and the fact that i actually really enjoyed his like meek kind of scared and you know neurotic persona which was i think uh steven something steven yeah. whatever british the british, british accented too yeah which i think he did a fine job i heard people ripping on his british accent i think it was at least consistent if it was a little silly it was at least consistent mm-hmm. um i thought he was great like i enjoyed that version of him so i know i'm gonna enjoy the badass version that he's done a million times the poe dameron version yeah uh, the moon knight version he'll kill all that but the fact that I like, I'm like worried. Oh no! What if they don't go back to Steven? Like I want to know what's going on with him too. That's a fucking testament. Um, I I, I really liked it. I was I was nervous because I this this show has been very hyped. We've been waiting a very long time. Um, dude, it was so well done. And his costume. This is only one of his Moon Knight costumes too. He has like a different version in like a white suit later. That's really cool too. Um, but this is like the mummy one we saw this time. Fucking dope. So cool yeah. looking. And, I then can't we talk, and then can we talk about the trend? Like we've talked about the trend of shows of like the the things copying, like the only murders in the building copied. Um, sorry, I forget the name of the, of the show. Yeah, Surge Party. But like, are we going to get a bunch of shows that are similar of like, um, you're going to have a 12 hour period where you black out and don't remember stuff. And then you're going to have this other character that like basically like just wakes up you know, it all like comes in, back in to that, the night of. Well, like, and no, I'm talking about like Severance and like Moon Knight. Yeah. Like, there's going to be these oh, times yeah, yeah, where, like, big. like he just like has this like 12 hours of I don't remember anything. And anyway, yeah. But yeah, I I agree with with everything you guys are saying. Like, this show seemed silly initially, but then when you see the way that they did it, the first episode was really good, really yeah. good. I just thought they knocked it out of the park. Like, honestly. And the the fight scenes um, were almost more impactful without him doing any of the fighting or without us seeing any of the fighting because they were just so violent and brutal for, for Disney and mm-hmm. for Marvel. I mean, the one where he had the bloody scarab in his hand and there was just blood everywhere and a bunch of people down. Yeah. I was like, damn, that was super violent. He shot a dude in the face. I mean, 
wild stuff was happening on this. And it was like he kept coming to after he had done these violent acts. I don't know. I'm really into it. I hope we get more Oscar Isaac. I hope he's a reoccurring Marvel character. That's how cool I think it is. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. All right. Season finale is this week of Severance. Episode nine. Um, there's. I don't know if they've announced it yet, but there's no way in hell we don't get a second season of Severance at this point. I think this is the early, early year favorite for best show is my yeah. humble opinion of this. Um, I think it's so well written, directed, acted. The perfect level of mystery it makes leaves me wanting more. And I have something for you guys. I have to tell you, okay? Really? What's up? I think you guys should watch episode eight. I don't think either of you have watched the most recent episode yet. Right. But I think you should watch right. episode eight before you do this. But in a move to expand their universe, the Severance team and Apple has released a uh, document on Apple Books or whatever that expands the universe that you can read really? called the Lexington File. And the Lexington File is from a former kind of like Wanaway, um, uh, Lu- what are they called? Lumen? Is that Lumen. The company's a Lumen. A Lumen like employee who like left the company and like some weird things that had gone on and like ways that they were commute communicating with their innie. Oh, they like smuggled out some documents and you can see those documents too. Is this like a belated April fool's joke? No, it's not. I'm being dead serious. It's called the Lexington file. Um, I don't know if I even have Apple books or whatever it's on. So I just had, I watched a YouTube video and someone read me the whole thing on a YouTube video. (laughs) Nice. That was plenty fine for me. It was actually pretty long and, I sat there while someone read it for like 20 minutes. Um, it was interesting. It was a cool story. And I do think it's going to build um, the universe that they're trying to build here with this and make it bigger and give you some clues as to maybe what they're doing. So cool. I probably would watch the most recent episode before you dive into this. But the Lexington file um, was, uh, I think it's going to kind of give you some ideas to maybe what they're doing. It's giving me Watchmen vibes a little bit with the lube man. Yeah. Remember when we found out the lube man was Petey? Yes. From the, the files that they released, you know, the Petey files? Yeah. Petey-pedia? That shit was great. So, dude, I'm I'm so excited. I have to watch eight. I can't wait. So nine is coming up on Friday. Um, and then the it's over. Thing. And I would expect, that's the finale. I would expect we get more. I want three seasons of this badly. Yeah. Um, I think three maybe not right more now. than that. Because, you know, if you go too deep with this or too long with this, um you get into the cycle of like asking questions and then having to answer them and they build over time and it gets convoluted. Just talk to George Martin about that. Um, well, not only that, um, Westworld is the perfect example of we had a great first season and really screwed it up. Trying yeah. To plan, trying to plan. Oh, for I mean, like this, is, this has been a, such a wonderful season. I'm nervous for even the finale. I'm nervous for next. Cause I mean, how can you keep it going? So amazing. Maybe they can. I mean, um, I just think it's like the, the best thing in a story is desperately wanting to know the answer to a mystery. And the problem is, is that even no matter how good the answer is, it's never as good as the not knowing. Right. I think that's just the hardest thing about telling stories is that it's so difficult to be like, you know, 
who is you know like there there's so few times that they've they've like landed the plane with, yeah. with answering the question and it, it like lived up to fan expectations on the internet right <laughs> right really right because right. people are super creative and like two creative people who are really good at it are awesome but like 10 million people trying to come up with something like someone might have come up with something cooler and so like fan sourcing yeah. your your writing is not an option but it's like the reason that people are so disappointed all the time yeah, well, it doesn't especially, help. Yeah, especially when we were doing that with like Mr. Robot, you know, yeah. you know, you go and look at like Reddit or, you know, fan forums and stuff like yeah. that. And you're like, wow, that was that that makes a lot of sense. I really like that. And then when it plays out in real time, you're kind of like, well, the Redditor that came up with the plot actually did a better job. Yeah. Uh, I wish they would have gone that direction. But anyway, I digress. I think people should check it out, the Lexington file. Look into it if you like the show. And if you don't like the show, we've been rambling on about it for two months. It's must-watch TV. Apple Eric, Plus, go watch it. Severance, it's fantastic. So last question real quickly. Eric, how yeah. bad would House of the Dragon have to be for you to give show of the year to Severance? Like yeah. to give the Nordy to Severance? I actually, I, I I find myself liking shows at the level and kind of, of like the vibe of Severance where it's like kind of a weird mystery. Like my favorite shows ever are probably like um, Dark, Mr. Robot, Severance, that kind of show where it's Lost. kind of a weird mystery. <laughs> like that's what I'm the most interested in. So yeah. it's going to be hard for me. I'm probably going to end up being kind of biased and thinking it's probably the best show. Because it just is the kind of show that just like connects. That's with your me. that's your genre. Yeah, I can't really. And guess what? Is, but... Like Ryan was saying earlier, Moon Knight kind of giving those same vibes. Yeah, yeah like, I just love like a good mystery. So yeah. I you know that's why I'm you like really... Sherlock Holmes, man. Like that yeah, shit is right yeah. in your wheelhouse. Yeah, it's why I like Sherlock. It's why I liked um, the <laughs> with the Robert Langdon series. <laughs> the Da Vinci Code, da Vinci Code. Oh, yeah. yeah, like all that stuff. Anything that's like it's a all weird coming mystery. together. Yeah, it is. All right, uh, Ryan, you've been watching Formula One Drive to Survive. I am actively avoiding the show because I don't want to become a Formula One fan. I'm not a Formula One fan. I never checked yet. yet. Well, I've been watching it for three seasons now. <laughs> and I that's all I, you do is watch this show, and you never yeah. go check out the standings. Nope. The only time I've ever seen it is like if it ha- happens across like my ESPN app, you know, or something like that, or, um, you know, it's on like the, a, a scroller, you know, kind of a marquee at the bottom of a, a sports channel. Uh, but I have not watched a single second of live formula one racing, okay. but I still love the show. I don't know why. I think the, 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 the drivers and then like, they call them their principals, like the, the team leaders, are super big like personalities and it's just entertaining like it's just it's mindless i don't have to like severance is like i'm engaged i'm like focused on every detail i'm looking around the room i'm trying to like oh they moved the desk here but his paper was over there like the picture frame (laughs) moved and then like formula one is just sort of like it's like my my trashy reality tv it's my love is blind you know what i mean like it's just a, a a chance to kind of like unplug just watch something that's like fun and like meaningless to me really in, in the grand. So it's like American pickers for me. It's a, it's just a well done show. You know what I mean? Like when, when a show is like well produced, Mm -hmm. well done, it's engaging. And that's what formula one is for me. 
All right. All right. Well, uh, you also watched last week tonight a bunch recently. And I have too. I've been more into this than I have in a long time. It's one of the best shows on all television. It's like a souped up daily show. Yes. It is. It has filled the vacuum that Jon Stewart left when he left Comedy Central. I think it's just better than The Daily Show ever was. And that's not ripping Jon Stewart. No. Because Jon Stewart is insanely good and The Daily Show was so perfect. I like The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. It doesn't even come close to The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Not even close. That last night tonight or last week tonight is way better than The Jon Stewart Daily Show. I think Mm. because it's on HBO. And he can really unload. You know what I mean? Like Jon Stewart had the, you know, the handcuff of cable TV. So I think, you know, with that, you know, he would, he would be able to swear and they would bleep it out, but Comedy Central let him do what he want. But I think like there were also like limits. I don't think John uh, Oliver has any limits whatsoever. I, think I mean, he, had a whole, he has a whole character, Marshmallow the Polar Bear with a Broken Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't watched it, but I like that. I don't. And know he has a weird, for. it's a weird, like, obsession with Adam Driver, and that's, fan, that's a fantastic running joke. He's a Liverpool fan, so I like him. He purchased, or he got a, a, a sewage treatment plant named after him in somewhere in Pennsylvania. After like a one-off joke that he did, they named it the John Oliver like manure treatment plant or something like that. And he, <laughs> he he's totally embraced it. And he went there for like the grand opening. He oh, fantastic! He did buy the potato shaped like Mickey Mouse off of eBay. Yeah. Oh, he also did the thing where he like got people to send in money to a fake church that he created, and then <laughs> paid off like a million dollars worth of medical bills. For, for people that were delinquent on their medical bills. He's nice. he's the best. He's the man. But yeah, anyway, cool. last week I tonight. I haven't even thought about that show. I don't even think to ever watch it. I used to, when I spent more time like on YouTube, I guess, I would watch really his entire show in one YouTube video because, you know, the thing he focuses on that week can take 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And it, then well, they fuck around a little bit. I think most of the shows are like, 30 minutes and under and it's right. Totally worth the and watch. It's one big thing with yeah. like a few skits and goofy stuff, you know, before and after. So, yep. That's Go cool. John Oliver, he's doing God's work. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, speaking of God's work on the screen, uh, that's what we got uh, in. We crashed right with two of Jim's favorite actors. <laughs> I mean, this gotta be like the two most popular actors in the pod. Um, so yeah, we got Anne Hathaway who I think is just, I'm sorry, unbearable. Like, do you guys remember her like speech at like the, it was like her award speech. She couldn't have been more phony. I mean, she's literally like one of those, like I'm acting all the time and I'm acting like I'm humble, but she's, I mean, I just can't stand her. And every performance, I just see the Anne Hathaway acting over the top ridiculous. So I'm not a fan of hers. And then you got Jared Leto. And they came together, the two of them, to make a show called uh, We Crashed, which is like kind of in my – it should be in my wheelhouse of what I've been watching lately, which is like, you know, up-jumped and then totally tailspinned startups, right, with like the Elizabeth Holmes stuff, with uh, The Dropout, which is fucking amazing, by the way. I'm obsessed. I can't wait for more. Um, that's That's a wreck. This is not. I tried to watch it just, you know. 
for curiosity because that's what I'm supposed to do. And I couldn't get through 30 minutes. I had to stop. Um, Jared Leto, I'm sure he's doing what he thinks and maybe others think is a perfect impression of the guy that he's playing. Some guy who started this WeWork company. But it's unwatchable. So I don't care how accurate it is. If I can't watch it and it's so silly and stupid, then it's not good. Man, that's so, crazy. Yeah, he sucks. Uh, the show's no good. It is a an anti-rec for me. Skip that one on Apple+. Plus. Also, I'd, le- I'd like to piggyback on what you said. Um, forgot to add this to the list. Hmm. But I watched the first two episodes of The Dropout, I think. Phenomenal. Yeah. Really, right. really hot rack. Hot rack. Hot wreck, and it's only getting better, too. I'm like, I think I'm on episode seven, whatever they just released. It's getting so good. So I'm happy to hear that, Ryan. All right, guys. Well, before we dive into our rewatch, uh, do you guys have a challenge, a movie I should eviscerate this week? Yes. You do? Maybe you have seen this one. I don't know. Um, but I I feel like this is a really good, maybe like cross-section of the time and a really good actor at the time, and a really well-known movie, and that is Forrest Gump. Seen it. Damn. Okay. Oh, that would have been a good one. Okay. Uh, You're going to come up with another one. Next one. Have you seen Seven? Yep, seen it. Great movie. Okay. Have you seen... Well, is it time? Is it time? Is it time for him to visit early Quentin Tarantino? Have you seen Boogie Nights? No. Oh, God. How about Boogie Nights? Is it good? All-time, like, John Paul or P.T. Anderson classic movie. Boogie Nights is one of my favorite movies. You want to talk I about, like, the, the biggest cast in the history of movies, maybe? I don't know. Like, I think you should watch Boogie Nights. Either yeah. that or, or, like, something... Boogie Nights. Like you haven't seen well, Pulp Boogie Fiction, Nights. so I don't know. Pulp Fiction is going to be boring. It's not, but that's fine. Um, Boogie really Nights boring. is really good. It's a little longer. It's probably a three-hour movie. I don't know. But you like Shawshank, and that was long, too. It's about, about the barn industry. Mark Wahlberg yeah, getting discovered in California in the 70s as a like porn star. It's got Burt Reynolds, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Heather Graham. Uh, uh, what's it? Philip Seymour Hoffman, like it, I mean, it's, in one of it's, his like greatest like supporting roles, yeah, yeah, it's a fantastic movie. It I think you like should watch Boogie Nights, dude. My problem with it is I I hate porn. <laughs> well, you know that about you. You're it's, as clean right, as they not, come, but guess there, what? Honestly, there's not a lot of it in the movie. Okay. All right, well, there you go, guys. I will watch Boogie Nights this week. I Hold on, what do you got? On, it is on HBO Max. So there you go. HBO Max. Oh my Boogie God. Nights, watch it with me this week. Eric eviscerates the classics. I probably won't like it, but who knows? I hate Mark Wahlberg. There you go. Good. Wahlberg, Get your, I want you to set your expectations bottom of the barrel low. The only Mark Wahlberg movie I like is um, Rockstar. <laughs> great, great movie. I thought you like that stuff with he's, the, he's Kyle the Sniper. You love the Kyle the Sniper. Oh gosh, no! Yeah, you're a big you're a big shooter guy. Like that's like no, your. Uh, um, not for me. 
clobber is not for me. Not even wall burgers, except they do have a good sloppy Joe. The other Interesting. movie that I was going to suggest was going to be Dead Poet Society. And that sounds so boring. That sounds really, that sounds too boring for me. I don't think I've even seen that. <laughs> oh my gosh. That sounds that like Robin Williams. Something. Yeah, that's like the best of Robin Williams and Captain and my Michael, Captain and they Ethan Hawks. Oh, dude, it's a great movie. It's great. Yeah. Ethan okay. Hawk. All right, guys, it's that time for our rewatch this week. You know the music. You know the tune. Ooh. I don't. I don't really know any of the music from this movie. I feel like it's all just this kind of stuff. We're doing our Oceans rewatching this week. We rewatched Oceans thirteen. Talk about a big cast. Talk about not really having a plan. Oceans thirteen and all the Oceans movies after Oceans eleven. But I will tell you guys, just to start our Oceans rewatch this week, I don't think I've ever seen this movie before. Really. No, I, I literally seem familiar about it. I think I must have watched Oceans 11 a hundred times, watched Oceans 12 like five times. And every time I watched Oceans 12, I think I was like, man, this series is dead. <laughs> and then I just never started up again. And I think I just imagined that I watched Oceans 13. I turned it on and I was like, Oceans 13, I think I like this movie. And then I didn't recognize a single thing that happened. I tell you what, they went back to the basics, didn't they? Yes. They corrected all the. Sh- I mean, watching this, I realized how bad Ocean's Twelve was, and how easy it was to make a good movie with this cast and this premise. They just like didn't fuck it up on this one. I feel like. No, I like this movie. So this movie kind of goes back in time. The only thing I thought was weird was like their reasons to to uh, do this job. Their reasons to do the job was because. Was it Sal? Is that his name? Yeah, somebody had really fucked over their 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 great buddy, one of the twelve, one of the Ruben. eleven, whatever it is. Ruben. Ruben. Who's Sal? And they wanted to get back at him. Um. Yeah, Ruben. So they wanted to get back. He was in with this weird shock thing the whole time, and then um, they came up with a plan where they were gonna take this guy down for building this big new monstrosity casino hotel, and. What I found out about this movie is that the reason that people like the Oceans movies is because it's mostly just two good friends, um, Brad Pitt and um, what's his name? George Clooney. George Clooney. Two good buddies just kind of ad-libbing and hanging out and making things funny. And I think that's why people liked it so much. And I think they mailed it in on the second one. And on this one, they were back to having that really good chemistry it was a little awkward, though, that they lost um, the women that they were dating. Yeah, they're just gone. No mention of they them tried at to all. Make a fight. No, they tried to. They said, why aren't they, should we get them? And then they said, it's not their fight. And then yeah. they both said, yeah, it's not their fight. And then that was their explanation that they weren't in this movie. They didn't have room for them. No. Like they, they, had, they, had, they did so many different heists in this movie to, like, add up to the whole. Um, they had to rig all these different games, and then they had to steal the diamonds, and I thought it kept it interesting the whole time. There was so many little different side hustles. They gave everybody a ton to do. Um, Casey Affleck going down to like the, the Mexican dye factory was like (laughs) probably really questionable for him to like play like a Mexican, but all that shit was literally so fucking funny. This movie was really funny. 
Oh, yeah. No, they really crushed it. They brought it back. I thought that the second one was just so incredibly bad. And I really had fun with this. Um, is it Al Pacino? Was the, mm-hmm. Yeah. Was bank? He was bank. Uh, yeah. He was even pretty good in this, to be honest with you. I actually kind of liked was, him. If you're supposed to dislike him, he was great. Yeah, no, I actually liked him. Um, the only thing I wasn't a fan of was like their, their like messing with the diamond, five diamond guy. Yeah. That was the only part that just didn't. There was never... a lot of silliness that they added. But then at the end, they like hooked him up with $12 million. Did you catch that? Yeah, no, yeah. I like that. I was like, I had forgotten about him. And then I was like, oh, nice. Look at that. They They didn't forget about him. Yeah, most of my time with with him was the worst part of the movie, but I thought the rest of it was really good. I thought being back in Vegas was a good touch. I thought bringing Benedict in. I knew Benedict was in the movie, and I knew he was, like, teamed up with them, but I guess I just – I didn't really know what role he played. Well, and I think think subtly they hooked up Benedict, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he got to go on Oprah – and do the whole, you know yeah. what I mean? Like play, like revamp his image or make himself look like a good guy. And I think that's more valuable to him than money. You know what I mean? Like in his, in his vault. So I think they, they yeah. repaid both of those. I will say, I thought the movie was like kind of dumb with how much double crossing and all of that stuff was. I think they had, they had to go way over the top. It couldn't just be simple. Like, like oceans 11 yeah. was like pretty straightforward. 12 was dumb. I will also say, I think the reason that Julia Roberts wasn't in the movie is because they were like, Julia, you want to run it back after 12? And she like laughed in the yeah. faces of the person who was going to hand the script. Like, like um, you guys literally embarrassed me with that. Yeah. The last one you gave me, movie. you had me playing Julia Roberts as a fake Julia Roberts. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she, there's no way she was going to do a 13. Like the minute yeah. she walked off that set of 12, she was like, I will never ever <laughs> do this again yeah why would you that was that was ridiculous turns out she hasn't really done anything else either so there's that true that's true um Um, yeah overall i think that this movie was pretty pretty good i actually enjoyed it was by not not nearly as polished or or creative or you know well thought out and acted as the first one um but if i had to give it a score i would probably give it like um i'd probably give it like an 80 I liked it. It was good. Yeah. It wasn't. Great. I gave it an eighty-five. I liked it. Like I had a great time. I was laughing. I was enjoying it. I think that watching two helped how I perceived three. Um, but it was really good. Like it, they even got Funkhauser from Curb. Bob Einstein was Remember? the best part of this whole. Yeah. <laughs> as as Matt Damon's dad, I love that nice twist there. I thought Super it was Dave really clever. I enjoyed the movie, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think it was fine. It's not that good. I don't think What's it was. It I didn't enjoy it as much as you guys. It's a. It's like a seventy-two for me. Okay. Are we right. done? Are we going to try to keep going? What? What's? I mean, there's Ocean's Eight. Ocean's oh, Eight. God. It's the last one. Is that the ladies? That's yeah. all the ladies. Okay. Well, let's gonna, do it. I want to give it up now. I want to give it. Yeah, I've seen it before. Did you like it? Are we making no. a mistake? Yes, but that's okay. We need more time to think of a new rewatch anyways. Let's do Ocean's 8. <laughs> All right, Ocean's 8. We'll do it. We'll do it. I can't wait. I was actually kind of excited about it after this one. So It's a yeah, big week it, for you, Eric. Yeah. Boogie, Boogie Nights, Nights and Ocean's 8. Yeah. 
Good week. All right, guys. That is it. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies Podcast. We'll be back with our sports cast. We have all kinds of things to talk about. Tons of big games. Every sport's going crazy. Um, so tune in to our sports cast later this week. Until then, thanks for listening to the Nordies Podcast. <laughs>